Hello and welcome to the next episode of Cargofield Talks. My name is Rob Taylor. I'm the headmaster of Cargofield School. We are a school based in Barnton to the northwest edge of Edinburgh and we're about to celebrate our 150th anniversary. Over this time, our school has developed into one of the leading prep schools in Scotland and the north of England. This particular podcast will be the first in a series of conversations for parents of nursery-aged children. Cargofield has a thriving nursery of 45 children aged 3 to 5. We're lucky to have fantastic space and facilities for our youngest children, but also benefit from a very experienced and stable team on our, of nursery practitioners. And I'm delighted today to be able to welcome Katie Nickel and Vicky Thompson, two of our early years practitioners, and to welcome them to the conversation that we're going to have today about communication and the way that home and nursery engage with each other. So thank you, Katie and Vicky. We're going to be talking about two of the key ways in which nurseries communicate with families, and that's care plans and learning journals. I wonder if we might start by understanding just what the differences between these two documents are and how they're used. So, Katie, I wonder if you could tell us just what a care plan is. So a care plan has come from the Scottish Government's new initiative about around Gerbeck. So it was put in place for early years practitioners within settings to have all the key information we need to have about your child, down from how old they are, any medical issues they have, any assisted learning needs they may have. Everything we need to know goes into a care plan and it's across the board so everybody in the nursery can read it and it's used, yeah, just to... So it's like a handbook of your child. Fantastic. And and, and the, the word care plan makes me think that it might be for specific children who need extra care, but this no, is for all children in the nursery. It's for every child, and it's based around your Gervec Shinari indicators, so respect, responsible, included, all these things are in it, and we are looking at if your child maybe needs help with feeding, it'll be in. But it doesn't have to be a baby who needs help with feeding. It could be your child's not able to use a fork and knife yet. Put that in. We then know to support them at lunch times. Fantastic. Thank you. And... Clearly, the um, terms like Gerfec and Shinari might be new to parents who aren't aware of those things. And, and certainly they're relatively new within, a, within the field of education, aren't they? I wonder if you'd just say a little bit of, about what that is. So Gerfec stands for Getting It Right for Every Child. And it was brought into place along with the Children's Act, which was, I think it was amended in 2014. It was 1995 the Children's Act came about. In 2014, it was amended to include getting it right for every child to make sure every child's needs were met through the... But not just through earlier settings, it's looked after children. Any child who is looked after by the Scottish, like the government, the will have a care plan. So it can run from when they're three to when they're 16, when they move out of care. So, so all children in Scotland, essentially. Yeah, basically yeah. all children in Scotland. It's we then let P1 see it when they move from nursery to P1 because some of that information could be vital for P1. You get to see it, but it belongs to the child. So although it's a Scottish initiative, it's part of their curriculum, part of their everyday paperwork, it belongs to the child. So we can't just hand it out to anybody. They have to have permission to let you see it, let other people see it. Health visitors may use it. 
because every information about their day is in there. And one of the big changes that's happened recently is that these these care plans are actually now being filled in by parents rather than by the school. And, and, And why have we made that change? It holds more value because we're filling it in from what we see at nursery and at school. But we're not putting every bit of information in. When a parent fills it in, they they know their children much better than anybody. So they will give us the information that could be vital, down to something like, my child needs to take a teddy to rest and go to sleep. We wouldn't know that. But if we know they're tired, we can give them a teddy and go, well, you go and sit down. And that's their comfort. Whereas if we were filling it in, we might not know any of this stuff. So it, it holds more value to us and the child if the best person who knows their children fill it in. Fantastic, yeah. And um, are you aware of of changes that, that you've seen with, with young children as a result of COVID, as a re- result of the lockdown, yeah. that, that you, you would say make this, this care plan all the more important? Oh, definitely. We were just talking that how children, their mindset is different coming into early years now. And with this care plan, Parents are giving us more information about what they've been like at home. And that's vital for us when they're coming in. So we know how to make their next steps, how to meet their needs, because it's tailored to that child and the parent can explain different aspects of their child's behaviour, the child's needs, abilities. But rather surprisingly, given this digital age, it's still a piece of paper rather than a digital document. Why is that? Like I just said earlier, it belongs to the child. So the ch- is a working document that the child has. The child will draw its, their family in it. They will, as time goes on, they might say, oh, we've got a cat. So you'll go back to their child plan. You'll say, oh, who's in your family now? I've got a new cat. I've got a new baby brother. So it's a working document that they can see and they can recognise and we can update as they tell us stuff. They might come in and say, oh, do you know what? I've learned to ride my bike this week. So we can then go to their care plan and put, oh, she's learned to ride her bike this week. So it's a child document, it has to but be. the child can contribute has, yeah, and actually draw and write to. on it yeah. as well. It's yeah. their document, it's their, they own it to Fabulous. add whatever they need to. Now, Vicky, learning journals are yes. clearly something that, that's different to that. Again, they're a means of communicating with parents, but can you tell me a little bit about what a learning journal is? So a learning journal really is, is a, like you said, it is a link, a communication between school and home, but it also gives vital information. Um, it records progress, it records their interest, and it just allows us and the parents to see how the child's progression, how they've grown, how they've developed, how they've developed, and it also allows us to see if there's any patterns or schemes or themes that that are jumping out at us. And it means that because it's on an app on the iPad, it also means that we can track it much easier on on the app so that we can, we can see it but the parents can also see it as well mm. and it, as you said communication between home and nursery has always happened H- how is that how is a learning journal different to just the, the communication that used to happen between home and school i think it's it's different because they're able to put their own input into it and if it's for instance if they've done something that we can really cater to saying about the care plan if it's something that they've done at the weekend that they can then the parents can then put onto their learning journal. It gives us then something to discuss and it actually builds the child's communication and the link between home, which helps us understand what the children are doing at home and what the parents are doing with them and things like that. So a learning journal is interactive. It's, Absolutely, it's, yeah. You're, you're, you're completing it. Parents are completing yes. it as well. Um, I mean, I did call it once before. It's like an early Facebook for children. 
because there is so much that everybody interacts with it and grannies can look at it aunties can look at it so it's not just about parents it's all families and, as well and as a parent how how would i know that there's something new to to check or to that's going to involve my generally child? in cargofield nursery we put something up maybe twice a week on their learner journal but there will be a notification that comes through when they're when we register each parent or child on their the learning journal we register it with the parents email so an email will be sent to the parents to say there's a there's a new um post being put up on the learning journal and then they can then go in and check it and as, again like I said a bit like Facebook they can like it they can comment on it they can send it to any like to parent to um, grandparents so it's, it's it's yeah it's pretty much like that and you're talking about about measuring the achievements and and the progress of children how, how might I as a parent know just what my child ought to be achieving when they're at nursery age I mean, there is there is benchmarks that we we don't expect children to achieve. There is benchmarks that each child sh- shouldn't necessarily be achieving. But if, for instance, on the learning journal, there will be a little bit that tells them what outcomes each observation that we've done or each outcome they've done and how they've achieved it. So there's like a little bit at the beginning that says, um, "This is what I've this is what I've done today," and then there's a little bit underneath that says, "This is what I've learned," which then would link into the curriculum for excellence. Um, and the child parents are able to tick on a tab at the top which tells them what every outcome and learning outcome that they've they've achieved through that observation. And for parents who aren't at Cargofield, again, where would they find information about about these all, expectations or, or, or all the learning outcomes and the curriculum for excellence are on the Scottish Government website under education. Because it's a, a nationwide thing that all the schools and nurseries use it is very easily found on the, the Scottish Government website. And, and do you find that parents, are there particular benefits for parents? I imagine they like to hear more about what their children are doing in nursery, but are there specific benefits for that? I think there are, because at the end of the day, the, the parents are putting their pride and joy with us, and they want to know what what they're doing, what fun they're doing, what, what they're learning. Um, and I think the benefits to that are that they can physically see it. They don't have to, okay, that we do... Um, we do have highlight videos at the end of the week and things, but this is the, their children solely for their child, so they can see the progress that they're making on a weekly basis. If mm, no, it makes sense. And and how 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 is that of particular benefit to to us as a school? Where where's the benefit for us? It it means that we're just getting that that communication that at home link between school because it's it's imperative that children are happy with us. As, as happy as they are at home. So if the community, if there's a link in a communication, it makes it much more streamlined for children and parents and us as well as a school. And I suppose we get a sense just as they're finding out what the children have done at school, we get a sense of what they've been doing yeah. at the weekend or in an evening. And I think as Katie was saying with the care plans, that is the start of the communication. We get that very much as they come in the the, to the nursery, it's the first thing that they, one of the first things that they give us when they come in, and as you're saying, it is a working document that carries on throughout. There, but this just gives that little bit extra for that one child. Although that's the starting point, we just gradually build it up, and it allows us to see what kind of work out their next steps and where they should be going next. I also think it's quite good for parents because the learning journals link into the care plans because the Shinari um, well-being indicators are also in the learning journals. So we mark against, are they achieving? Are they included? Are they respected? So the parents see them in the care plan 
and in the learning journal, so the communications are all tied together to see the child as a whole. Um, you know, a more controversial question. Do you, I mean, is it important that children understand the, 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 the importance of being respected or valued? Isn't that just something yes. that children, that happens intrinsically I, for children? Sorry, you go, Katie. <laughs> well, I, do, I think it happens intrinsically to children, but there's also that the big emphasis on you have to respect others. We include others, we respect others, with rights come responsibilities and every child has the right to have a happy, wholesome childhood. And by teaching the children how to respect their toys, how to respect the environment, how to respect each other, we're giving these children the best start they possibly have. And at Cargafield I do think we strive to make sure every child is respected has responsibilities, is included, is achieving. So we are looking at the child as a whole, not just bits of them. I think it's important that children understand yeah. that that is their right. Yeah. That, that they, that us as adults, give that to the child, yeah. teach them to make them the next generation, to make them the... the to give them their to voice. To give them their voice, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's like you said, with... Uh, responsibility rights becomes responsibilities but they need a voice and children for so long I mean um, in my age for so long children were not allowed to have a voice whereas I think it's really important nowadays that children are given a voice to to be able to and the staff around them who are working with them respect them and give them the channels to voice whatever they need to one final question to you both I mean if I as a new parent was asking you for, for one piece of advice about how to improve communication between nursery and home, what, what would you say? What's the most important aspect of communication? Tell us everything. Let us know everything you possibly can about their, your child, even down to if they've slept at night. Yeah. Even, sorry, even the smallest little detail that yeah. you think, do you know what, I don't know if I don't know if I should tell anybody that or they, they had, they've got a bit of a sore tooth or whatever. If you tell us that and at the beginning of a day, that'll then give us a reason as to why they might be feeling a bit off or they might be feeling a bit unsure of something. Tell us everything. Great. Thank you. Very clear message. Thank you both for joining me and, again, for all your hard work with our children. I hope the parents have found this useful and might listen to the other podcasts that are going to be detailing our work and work in nurseries across Edinburgh and Scotland, including how we handle literacy and numeracy in the early years setting. But that's to come for the moment. Thank you everyone for listening.